Hi, this is Glory with Successful Marketing Group. I have worked with local businesses for over 10 years, and I'd love your help in supporting local Twin City restaurants right now. This month, I'd like to spotlight Pimento Jamaican Kitchen in Minneapolis. They are a committed supporter of their community and serving authentic, delicious Jamaican food using family recipes and fresh ingredients. My favorite is the slow-roasted jerk pork, and the jerk chicken is pretty great, too. Go to my Instagram at SuccessfulBizOwners for more info on them. It is the morning of March 3rd. Welcome to the Cheryl Reeves Show, part of the TalkNorth.com podcast network. Cheryl, this is the first time we've talked in a while when we haven't had, you know, either free agent news looming or free agent news to talk about or big, you know, big developments in the world. Uh, now we get to kind of have one of what I would call one of our fun shows. We get to talk about a little more esoteric stuff. Let's start with this. It is Women's History Month. And not only are we, are we seeing, uh, you know, not only we just see a big, rich, a real estate developer decided that he really wanted to get in the league and buy the Atlanta dream. Uh, we we're also seeing someone like Sarah Spain, you know, major media figure uh, becoming part of the ownership of the Chicago Red Stars. We talked about Renee Montgomery getting involved in the Atlanta dream ownership. It, it does feel like a movement. Yeah. I, I think you hit the nail on the head there. It's, um, you know, just the momentum I think that we've felt over the last couple of seasons, uh, I really think that our, you know, maybe because I'm a little more uh, focused on, on the WNBA, it really feels like our negotiations, negotiations around the most recent CBA sort of developed this momentum. Um, and, and I think that uh, as we're seeing in other, other sports leagues, uh, you know, women's soccer, uh, an ownership model uh, that is including very, very prominent women, uh, that's what we need. And, you know, we, we certainly need men as well, men that were passionate about the game, like a Mark Davis, who has long been a women's basketball fan. Um, you know, men that have daughters that, you know, sort of get them uh, on that path of being interested in women's sports and recognizing the lack of opportunities that exist and uh, having an investment mindset. One of my favorite things that was said uh, by the new Atlanta Dream owner uh, was, uh, women's sports or the WNBA, uh, seeing it as a growth market, and the time frame that he used was 20 to 30 years, uh, and that's so important because I think that uh, oftentimes women's sports are held to a different standard. That if there's not profitability in year one or year two, they say, "See, look, no one's watching, no one's interested," and that's simply not how it works. It's not how it works in the men's sports leagues, and it's certainly not how it works for women's sports. And so I think we're really starting to feel. Uh, like you said, this momentum, this wave of understanding how to treat women's sports uh, for the business that it is. This is TalkNorth.com. You can follow us on Twitter at TalkNorthPod to see the shows as they are released. We have a lot of outdoor content. Of course, we have a lot of sports content with the best analysts and people in the business here locally. If you'd like to advertise with us, you can reach Karen Cleary at K-C-L-E-A-R-Y at TalkNorth.com. Wherever you listen to us, rate us, uh, like us, subscribe, recommend us, recommend us online, recommend us in person. We continue to grow the business and we appreciate your support. Uh, and to that end, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Rudy Luther Toyota and Cara Quinn, Bonfi Home Services, and of course, Successful Marketing Group. And thanks as always to our producer, Brandon Morton. Uh, what's next? What does the future look like? And, and we can go a lot of different ways with that. We can talk about just what's upcoming on your calendar with another WNBA season looming here, or, you know, what does the future of women's sports look like 
three, five, 10, 20 years from now, are we going to see expansion? You think we're going to see more new women's leagues? You think we're going to see higher salaries? Is all that happening now? Yeah, I think a little bit of everything, but I think probably the most important thing that that's uh, on display through uh, the, the, the purchase of uh, the WNBA's Atlanta dream uh, from their uh, former uh, you know, ousted Senator, let's say uh, Kelly Loeffler uh, that, one of the things that I think that should be highlighted in all this is uh, what it costs to purchase a WNBA team versus perhaps what it costs to purchase uh, a, a comparable sport in terms of uh, viewership, because that's often what it's based on. People say, uh, what, what, what are people watching? And, that, and that's what they base their value on, uh, despite we understand that women's sports get less than 5% of the media coverage. And so therefore, that's not uh, necessarily a great comparable metric. However, if we just go down that path and we look at the interest and the viewership in the MLS versus the viewership in the WNBA, um, you know, that that's uh, a MLS team. Uh, the sale of an MLS team uh, is in the hundreds of millions of dollars uh, versus uh, tens of millions uh, in the WNBA. Again, I believe that speaks to um, just the mindset of women's sports in terms of the the, the growth uh, uh, possibilities, the uh, the ways in which it should be invested in, and the fact that we have been successful without media coverage, without the global marketing dollar. Uh, uh, without tax, um, you know, uh, subsidies uh, that build stadiums, et cetera. So it's really fascinating. And I, I think for me, that's the next step as you start to really kind of go, okay, let's, you know, let's look at this and let's really continue to shine the light on all the things that women's sports doesn't have, but yet we continue to find success and we are uh, a growth market. But that to me uh, is the next step. Uh, expansion, I think, is important. We are there in our league, uh, when you look at there are 30 NBA teams and there are just 12 WNBA teams, uh, I think that that uh, it will uh, help the overall business to have more teams. I think there's interest uh, in other markets, uh, not just in our country, but perhaps uh, in Canada. Uh, so I think there's some real possibilities. And I'm really excited about Kathy Engelbert, our commissioner's leadership. I think if there's somebody that can get this done, uh, it's going to be her. She understands uh, you know, how to move this thing forward. And, and so I think that would be an, another big step, important step for us. I'm glad you brought up the MLS because I've, I've found that to be pretty fascinating. Uh, and I get asked sometimes why I don't write more about soccer. And, and you know, I have a million answers for that. One of them is I'm just not, I've never been that big a, a soccer fan or follower. I find, I think they have a, a cool setup over there. It's a nice stadium. Uh, the team can be entertaining. They brought in, you know, obviously brought a tremendously entertaining player who helped in the playoffs last year. But I've always felt like, okay, we, in, and I'll include the Star Tribune in this, we kind of went nuts for the uh, the loons and had a beat writer traveling with them. At the same time, we weren't doing that with the Minnesota Lynx. And I was like, well, MLS is essentially a minor league and it hasn't proven to be popular that popular yet. Uh, the, it's one of those sports where the, the fans are incredibly passionate, but it's not a large fan base yet. And then you look at the links in the WNBA and you're talking about a major league, the best players in the world and a team that's already proven to be championship caliber. And that draws a lot of fans who are obviously very passionate and does well in TV ratings. So I, I, I always thought that was a, a, a real indictment of the way we look at sports that we would get, you know, the, the media, frankly, would get all excited about a new minor league while really not covering a 
a great major league. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, you you are an insider uh, to to what um, I have I have claimed for many many years about biases. Um, you know, the idea that the Star Tribune could make a decision like that. Um, you know, it just speaks to, and, and who makes a decision, uh, probably somebody that has more interest in men's sports than women's sports or more interest in perhaps soccer. Uh, you know, you speak of your own bias. You're not a big soccer fan. You cover sports. You're not, you're not supposed to love everything. Uh, but I believe it's the media's job to, to report what's going on uh, and give equitable coverage. I mean, because the, the, the coverage does not represent the interest. Um, and, you know, and I've never claimed that the interest is exactly the same, but it's significantly more than what the coverage represents. And, uh, and so, you know, like I say, you're an insider <laughs> to this and you'd be able to speak on it. And I have spoken to many, many media members throughout my, my career. So I have a good understanding of what hap- what's happening and, and why it's happening. And it's, um, I don't want to use the word unfair because, you know, people go, ah, well, life's not fair. Um, it, it's, it's not about that. I think that there's a responsibility that a community uh, outlet like the Star Tribune has to its community. Uh, to, to represent all that's going on, not just what maybe perhaps an editor uh, has an interest in. So thanks for thanks for sharing that part. Yeah, well, I mean, it's true. And, and you know, it's funny you mentioned, like, we talk about bias. Hey, everybody has bias. Uh, you know, Absolutely. Part of, the, part of the challenge of being a professional. So I, that's why I never talk about being unbiased or, un, you know, what I talk about is being professional. It's like if I'm assigned to cover a M- MLS game, then I need to cover that with the same in the same Absolutely. mindset that I would cover a twins game or another game. And, and I, and I, you know what, I do like going and covering their games and, I, but I just don't put them. If we're trying to figure out where coverage should go, I don't put them on the same level as the Minnesota links. And, you know, so it's, it's a, uh, it, it's an ongoing conversation. We all need to keep having because the good thing is, you know, I think we're getting to a point where people are hearing the conversations and I know I've come a long way in part because of my conversations with you, I've come a long way in recognizing, you know, what's the best way to put it? Uh, inequities. Inequities. You know, yeah. Re- recognizing that it's very easy without necessarily even being a bad person or being intentional about it. It's very easy to get cut, caught in ruts and traditional thinking and and really just going the wrong way. That's exactly right. I think that's well said. Like I said, I don't, I don't necessarily think that, um, you know, a lot of what occurs with women is, is militia malicious, but it's more, um, these things are happening and, and let's, let's take note and how can we be better, uh, inequities, you know, we've talked about, uh, racial inequities, you know, th- those that, uh, go, go along with, uh, you know, being women in, in society, uh, let's not let's not dispute whether these things are occurring. They are occurring. Uh, the question is, do we want to be better, uh, and how can we better be better? And and can we listen and can we be open minded to these conversations? And um, you know, uh, the the old tired narrative of uh, well, it's a business, little lady. You know, <laughs> that's that is so antiquated. Um, and and the whole idea is that. Being inclusive is great for business, no matter which facet you speak of. Um, you know that that uh, I, I think that's the point that that many miss. That kind of shut down the conversation. That quote, people aren't interested. You know that that general statement. It, it no longer carries weight. 
No, it doesn't. And I'm glad we're continuing to talk about it. Let me thank our sponsors here. Rudy the Luther Toyota, uh, relatively new to this show and the network. We appreciate their support. Ready for a women forward car dealership? Rudy Luther Toyota empowers their many women on staff in sales, management, and service. Whether you are looking for a new Toyota or pre-owned vehicle, Rudy Luther Toyota has something for everyone. Every vehicle comes with a Luther Advantage. 10 cents off fuel and car wash discounts at holiday stations, Luther Advantage warranty, and five-day return policy on pre-owned vehicles. Located just five minutes west of downtown Minneapolis, off 394 and General Mills Boulevard. And they're also hiring. Want to join the team but don't know where to start? Visit RudyLutherToyota.com today. And I've told you about Cara Quinn's uh, newsletters. You can find them. You can go to VibeMN.com and, uh, or you can just t- just Google Cara Quinn, C-A-R-A-Q-U-I-N-N. You can even reach Cara by email very easily, Cara at VibeMN.com. But if you go to their website, uh, I've been telling you about all the tips and advice she's been giving lately. I just want to make sure I remind people who she is. Uh, she is someone who has worked in education, who has a great heart, big supporter of the Minnesota Lynx, lives in the Tangletown neighborhood, has uh, you know has lived in Italy, has lived all over Minneapolis. She speaks Italian at home. She has a great sense of where the good neighborhoods are in Minnesota, where the where the uh, you know the underrated neighborhoods are. Uh, and the great thing about Minneapolis is, as Cheryl knows, is there are so many great neighborhoods. There's so many little enclaves where you would want to live. She can help you find those. She can also help you sell your house. So if you ever need any help selling or finding a house, you can reach Cara at C-A-R-A at VibeMN.com. Uh, let's go, you know, just one more Star Tribune note. Uh, I think my paper is doing much better at making an effort here. We, we appointed Kendall Harkness to basically kind of head our diversity efforts, a uh, longtime editor at our place, photo, photo editor and photographer. Uh, we recently promoted, we recently hired Myron Medcalf to do a, a Metro column. So we have a Metro columnist of color. Finally, we recently promoted Lavelle Neal, my friend, to be a sports columnist. And we recently re- replaced Lavelle on the beat, the Minnesota Twins beat with Megan Ryan, who is, uh, you know, a woman and also has, uh, is of Asian descent. So now the Minnesota Twins actually for the, the two major newspapers covering the Minnesota Twins both have uh, women beat writers. And, uh, you know, so I, I do think we're seeing even seeing progress in that area. Yeah, I think that's incredible. I think that's important. And, and uh, you know, it's, you know, for, for women and for, for people of color, that those of us that have been marginalized, uh, it's this interesting dichotomy of uh, being excited about, uh, you know, whether it's uh, a promotion, you know, Carly Knox to, to president or uh, Lavelle Neal being added or Meg Ryan being added. Um, there is a celebration around it because it is progress. At the same time, it's important that we don't pat people on the back Mm -hmm. uh, for things that have been, should have been uh, happening long before this. Right. Uh, So there's that interesting space of, you know, finally, uh, and let's be uh, encouraged by uh, the the progress that's being made. And then also let's make sure this is not uh, just this moment in time. You know that. Hey, remember when we did some DE and I and and we proded some people? <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's make sure that this is going to become a fabric of of uh, the Star Tribune and 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 big businesses and and, and society. Uh, I think that's what's really important. It'll be really interesting to see how this evolves. 
Yes, agreed. And speaking of media, we've now seen Candace Parker go on the big NBA show. We've seen Rebecca Brunson do Timberwolves games, Renee Montgomery do uh, Atlanta Hawks games. I think that's a great step too, because I mean, their their basketball. I mean, Candace Parker put Shaq to shame the other night uh, <laughs> in did. terms of basketball knowledge and X's and O's. And and <laughs> listen, and I, I'm re- I'm really not going to rip much on Barkley and Shaq. That's really much more an entertainment show than it is a basketball exactly. show. Uh, so, but but it, it was just stark how well and of course we've seen it with Re- Rebecca too of course she was a great player and she's a coach of course she knows the game uh exactly. it, it just it's just a great ex- reminder of yeah. of how smart the players in your league are yeah no, no surprise to us right that that we you know it's just often uh you know sort of the mainstream viewership of men's sports you know we we hear a woman talk and we go what do they know uh yeah, that's no longer the case it, it is on full display uh, whether it's the the great uh, path that Doris Burke has has paved, and and many you know besides Doris Burke, um, that that have allowed these opportunities, and and you know we're just kind of busting through the door, you know, and sliding up our chair, uh, you know, at, at the table, and um, you know I, I've like I said I'm I've uh, long known Rebecca Brunson's knowledge for the game, and I've I've communicated that, and it doesn't matter whether you're male or female. You know, it's sports, and if you play it, uh, you know, at a high level, there's many that uh, do a tremendous job of being able to talk about it and, and, and share what they're seeing, and you named some some really good ones. And Doris Burke is great. I mean, she's just fantastic. She really is. Yeah. And, and, Doris and not, used to cover the WNBA way back in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and maybe there'll be opportunities for her to do it again. I mean, it's probably more important for her right now breaking down the barriers on the men's side. But, you know, maybe we'll get to a point where people just think of it as basketball, not really separate leagues. That's the hope. That's the hope. Uh, tell me about, oh, do you want to thank Bonfi Home Services? You'll hear more about them at the end of the show, B-O-N-F-E.com. They're sponsoring uh, shows across the TalkNorth.com platform. Welcome to them. Uh, tell me about Odyssey Sims signing with uh, Atlanta. Yeah, we, we saw, uh, I believe it was last week, that, you know, the time's running together for me. Um, you know, she cleared waivers last week, and then uh, there was a report that Odyssey would be signing uh, with the Atlanta Dream, and uh, that has not become uh, official at this point, to my knowledge. Um, and and but that that seems to be the direction that Odyssey will go and kind of embark on a new journey in, uh, in Atlanta. And um, had really good conversations with Odyssey. Uh, certainly, you know, not something that I would expect her to be happy about in terms of the path that we chose for our team. Um, but uh, she knows how I feel about her. She understands. Uh, I, I feel like uh, when we got together in 2019, where the team was, she was a really big part of our ability to continue to be a playoff team um, and, and, you know, put us in position, especially uh, look what she did for us uh, last year after, you know, she gave birth to her beautiful baby boy um, and, and, you know, chose to want to join us in, in the, in the wobble. Um, and, and uh, you know, just, uh, I just have nothing but, uh, Really good things to say about Odyssey and, and certainly wish her well in her new uh, new home in Atlanta. You know, it's funny. I've been very lucky. I've been at the Star Tribune for 31 years. And in general, we've had a lot of stability. Of course, we've had good people leave for other opportunities. And there's always a certain amount of churn. But 
you know, a lot of people I've I've worked with for 10, 15, 20, 30 years. And in general, if people want to be there, they get to stay there, which is not the case with a lot of newspapers these days. It it always strikes me just how brutal your business is, that one day you're all, you know, you're all in the same huddle, sweating together, trying to win something. You're marketing these people. And the next day they're they're gone. And it's just the way it is. It's hard. It's really hard. And, you know, that that uh, reminds me of, uh, you know, kind of current events here uh, locally with the Vikings and, and to, to say yeah. goodbye to uh, Kyle Rudolph. You know, I've been, uh, you know, a big, big fan, as many, many people are big, big fans and just really impressed. I think Kyle showed us uh, what he's about in his departure. Uh, we have no idea about the negotiations uh, with the Vikings and, and you know, why, you know, people get to where they get to in terms of like, obviously, I'm familiar with it, uh, knowing what negotiations, uh, how it goes sometimes and uh, a path sometimes that you have to choose and you make decisions. You try to do that with the best information that you have at the time. Uh, these decisions are not easy. Um, but but uh, I, I thought the class that, that Kyle showed uh, we have no idea whether it was contentious or whether, uh, you know, uh, there, there's no airing out uh, of those grievances. Just incredible, incredible, um, you know, way that he communicated uh, with his love for, for being um, not just a Minnesota Viking, but a Minnesotan. Uh, I, I just thought it was really, really classy. And I'm an even bigger fan of, of Kyle Rudolph now. Yeah, and he's been to your games pretty regularly, if I remember correctly. He has. Yeah, he's very, very supportive. Yeah. And, and as you said, a high quality guy was really, you know, beloved as a teammate, uh, was great in the community. You know, not that this is that big a deal, but he was good with the media. And I, and I think being good with the media, the way I define it is, you know, he was both honest and accessible and you just can't ask for anything more of anybody, any public figure other than that. Uh, so he was great for us. Uh, just somebody you could actually have a real conversation with. So hate to see him go. It's the reality of the, uh, it's certainly the reality of the NFL. It's the reality of all sports, but especially the NFL. I think where they're headed right now, we're going to see an incredible number of good players on the street by next week. Yeah. Which is crazy. Really yeah. crazy. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to get today? We Is there a social justice uh, initiative or, or aspect you would like to get to today? I uh, just, how did we get to March so fast? I'm really excited about it. Beautiful spring, spring yes. day, but uh, celebration of, uh, of Women's History Month uh, is what March brings. And so really exciting time. I've always talked about this, uh, what the spring feels like and the, the newness and for Women's History Month, that's what you like, you wake up, you, you feel like uh, the future is female, as, as we say. And I'm uh, am so thankful. You know, this is, you know, I, of course I speak on it year round, um, but uh, this is a month uh, that we get a chance to, you know, shine a light on those that came before us and continue to talk about uh, the great accomplishments. And um, I cannot imagine the struggles uh, of of those before us. And you know, I know what they are today uh, and how maddening it can be. Um, but I can't imagine you know, decades ago or a century ago. And so I'm so appreciative of, uh, of all that the women came, that came before us. Uh, and I'm also incredibly excited uh, about this generation of, of women that I get to work with. And uh, so that's what March will be about for us, a, a lot of celebration of, of, of past and then obviously the future. Well said. Thanks again to Cheryl. Thanks again to Brandon. Uh, reminder, you can find all the shows at TalkNorth.com. If you like basketball, you might also enjoy the John Krasinski show. We have Roy Smalley, Michael Russo, Anthony LaPanta, John Malay. It's a great lineup. Uh, keep listening. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back next week on TalkNorth.com.
A lot of homeowners do not know that the sewer line that runs from the house underneath the front yard is the homeowner's responsibility until it connects to the city sewer. A sewer line can get clogged by tree roots, or the sewer line can crack or break or collapse because it's old, or the ground shifts over time. If the sewer line gets really clogged, it can cause sewage to back up into a home, and you do not want that. Some signs you might have a sewer line issue, toilets that gurgle, lower level showers and tubs that always drain slowly, laundry tubs that back up, a floor drain on the lower level that regularly backs up or drains slowly. Bonfi does drain and sewer services to help get things flowing again and make sure your sewer line gets taken care of. Bonfi can repair or replace your sewer line, or they can put a new liner inside of your old sewer pipe, making it like new again. If you have a sewer or drain problem, better call Bonfi. Save $150 off an intensive sewer line cleaning when you tell the folks at Bonfi you heard about it from John Krasinski.